interview Amanda at Wolven, and she takes us behind the scenes in the brand's sustainability efforts. More specifically, she talks about how to put together your first sustainability impact report, what they're doing about carbon emissions, how to put together a take-back program, and more, so make sure you tune in. Join the slow fashion revolution with Recloseted Radio. As the number one podcast for fashion entrepreneurs with a conscience, we're here to help you reach new heights. I'm your host, Selena Ho, the founder and CEO of Recloseted, and I'm on a mission to share my insider knowledge and strategies for launching a successful sustainable brand, growing your existing slow fashion business, and making your brand more environmentally friendly. I also invite industry experts to share their stories and insights too. So subscribe and let's get to work on transforming the harmful fashion industry. This episode is brought to you by Wolven. And in this episode, I am interviewing Amanda, who is the co-founder of the sustainable activewear brand, Wolven. In her role as Wolven's sustainability and graphic design manager, she is passionate about the intersection between art and activism. As a former community organizer advocating for environmental policy, she loves working with others to promote sustainability within the fashion industry and beyond. This episode is jam-packed, so without any further ado, let's dive in. Welcome to Recloseted Radio, Amanda. I am so excited to have you and chat with you. Yeah, likewise. Thanks for having me here. Of course. And to get started, I want to make sure we're all on the same page. Do you want to let us know what the word sustainability means to you? Because I think it's such a buzzword nowadays, and it's good to be on that same page. Yeah, totally. I feel like when anyone asks me that question, I immediately go back to the basic textbook definition that I learned in environmental studies courses, which was, you know, meeting the needs of the present without compromising the needs of future generations. But for me personally, I feel like over the years, sustainability has really become more about intention. For anything to truly be sustainable, I think there needs to be a certain amount of intentionality behind it. Whether you're creating a sustainable product or a policy or even just having a sustainable daily meditation practice, you need to have intention behind that. So for me, I think, you know, when it comes to the fashion industry for producers, for businesses, for manufacturers, the more that we can be intentional upfront about the things that we're creating, the more we can move forward in the right direction. So, you know, if we're creating something, thinking about the fabrics that we're sourcing and how that product is going to be discarded at the end of its life. And then kind of on the other end, you know, with consumers, with customers, with people, just being more intentional about the things we're buying and the things we're consuming and the businesses that we're supporting. You know, we live in a society where you can walk into a store and have a million choices and pick up a million different things and not really think about, you know, do I actually need this or what am I going to do when I'm done with it? So just being more intentional about the choices we're making, what we're supporting can really move us in the right direction and help us combat overconsumption and consumerism. Yes, absolutely. I love that. And I could not agree more. And I want to dive into the intention a little bit more at Woven too. But before we get there, do you want to quickly just introduce yourself, talk a little bit about your career journey and how you ended up where you are today? My career actually started off in grassroots organizing. So I was living in Philly and working as a community organizer at an environmental advocacy nonprofit organization. 
I worked there for about three years, working alongside our volunteers, our communities, and our legislators advocating for climate action and clean energy policies. And I learned so much about movement building, about policy, about environmental activism during that time. But over the years, and especially when the pandemic hit, I started getting a little burnt out from that work. Especially during the pandemic, we had switched totally to digital and online organizing, you know, doing all of our events and rallies online on Zoom. I also had the opportunity to work on the 2020 election at that time as well, which was really inspiring. But for me, I felt like I wanted to find different avenues to make change. I felt like I wanted to be a little bit more creative in my career and find different ways to promote environmentalism. I left my job at the nonprofit when I decided to teach myself graphic design. I took an online graphic design course, taught myself the basics, and I actually launched my own design studio. So I started making digital art inspired by nature, and I had the idea to create a design studio that would work with mission-oriented brands and even nonprofits to promote their message, to promote their branding and to work on their creative assets. And then it was actually around that time where I found Wolven. I discovered Wolven on Instagram and I immediately fell in love with their brand. I loved their products. I loved the clothing and I loved what they were doing. So I literally DM'd them on Instagram and said, hey, I'm Amanda. I've been working in environmental policy. I just left my job. I'm a graphic designer. I'm just looking for any ways to take action and get more involved. And I love what you're doing. How can I get involved? So I actually started off as a graphic design intern for Wolven. And then fast forward two years, I'm now a co-founder, which is great. So I think the moral of that story is don't be afraid to send someone a DM. You never know what's going to happen. Yeah, totally. That's amazing. Can we break that down a little bit more? We used to go in as a graphic design intern and then what was the progression and the steps to you now becoming a co-founder and what does your day-to-day look like right now? Yeah, definitely. So I came on as a graphic design intern and it was there where I really started learning more about branding and marketing and, and really messaging everything that Wolven was doing in a creative way. And over time, I developed more interest and involvement in our sustainability programs. Given my background in environmental advocacy, I started working more closely with our founder and our CEO to really develop our sustainable messaging, sustainability partnerships and all of that. And then I moved out to L.A. after about a year of working on the team. I started meeting our team in person. I took on more responsibilities in that way, started overseeing our teams. And yeah, and eventually I'm really humbled to have become a co-founder just recently. But really, it was just being guided by my passions and staying focused on what I cared about. And that was promoting the overall mission that Wolven has always been focused on, which is, you know, protecting the planet and looking good while doing it. Amazing. And so speaking of Woven, can you tell us a little bit more about it? You've been alluding to it, but I would love to share with our community what the brand stands for and what it's about. Yeah, totally. So Woven, we're a sustainable activewear and swimwear brand. We're BIPOC owned, we're female founded, and we make all of our clothing out of recycled water bottles. All of our unique prints are designed in-house by our founders as well. You'll notice if you check out our Instagram or our website that our prints are pretty bold and vibrant and really unique. That's something that we're really proud of. And all of the prints are inspired by our founders, Hindu and Pakistani heritage. So lots of mandalas, sacred geometry. And really, we were founded with the mission to protect the planet and have an impact on our communities while having the smallest impact on our planet. 
our founder, when she started the business, she noticed going to yoga class that everyone was wearing the same basic boring leggings. So they were all black. They were all unsustainable. So she wanted to do something a little bit different and, and bring those vibrant, unique patterns to the Western world of yoga and also do it sustainably. Yes, I love it. And so speaking of sustainability, can we dive a little bit now into the sustainability strategy at Woven and what the team's priorities are? Yeah, totally. So our sustainability strategy is very much tied to our overall mission to make people feel confident and stand out. Our approach to sustainability is really all about making sustainable fashion and environmental activism accessible and fun to be a part of. You know, we always say that sustainability for us isn't just about making a sustainable product. It's about being part of a greater movement. And being a brand that has such a diverse community, we really want to bring people together. You know, the people in our community, we have those like Gen Z activists who are really tapped into climate action and sustainable fashion, and they only shop sustainably and they're really plugged into activism. And then we also have on the other end, like older yoga moms who might just be learning more about the impacts of fast fashion. So we have a really diverse group of customers and communities. So really for us at the forefront of our sustainability strategy, it's about creating content and creating educational materials that can can connect with everyone and can inspire more people to want to get involved, not only just in sustainable fashion, but also just the greater sustainable movement. Yeah, and it's so important because that education piece is crucial because if people don't buy into it and they don't know why they're doing what they're doing and the tension, like you talked about, isn't there, it just makes such a big difference. Definitely, yeah. And, and our, our strategy is very much tied to content creation. You know, we're an online brand. Our Instagram is a huge part of our business. So being able to create content that's that's motivating and inspiring to our community is is a huge part about how we get not only just our brand's message out there, but also how we can get more educational materials to our community. And and for me, I think we have a pretty unique opportunity to tap into more people and get them plugged into the sustainable movement. You know, with my background in environmental advocacy, I, I found that oftentimes, you know, at events or at rallies, I was I was speaking to a lot of the same people you know, kind of preaching to the choir, you know, talking to people who were lifelong environmentalists or, you know, environmental students, which is great and fantastic. But I think, you know, working now for a sustainable brand, we have we have a lot of opportunity to reach a lot of new people who are at all different levels of their own sustainable journey. So that's a really great opportunity. Yeah. I often find that we're in this bubble in the sustainability community where everyone thinks the same. We're all talking about the same things. And then when we go out of the bubble, we're like, oh, hang on, there's actually people that aren't at this level. And so it's a good opportunity to bring everyone to the same place. Totally. Yeah, I could not agree more. Yeah. Speaking of sustainability as well, materials and production are huge pieces of that. So can you tell us a little bit about the materials that Woven uses and then the production afterwards as well? Yeah, totally. So like I mentioned before, all of our clothes are made from recycled water bottles. Technically, the real breakdown is 84% RPT. We decided to use RPT in our sustainable activewear and our swimwear for a few different reasons. Virgin PET is the most common type of plastic used in containers, in plastic water bottles. So it's a material that is produced on mass scales and unfortunately can take hundreds of years to biodegrade. 
manufacturers right now may not always be able to salvage plastic into new bottles. So using RPET is a great way to effectively create something new from something old. For example, only 7% of water bottles that make it to a recycling center, if they even make it that far, can be turned back into a recycled water bottle. So being able to use RPT in a fabric is a really effective way to give that water bottle a second life. We also use RPT to limit carbon emissions. And what most people don't know is that plastic is made from fossil fuels. So most clothing is made from polyester or version PET. So using the, the RPT is a great way to lower emissions. And it's been reported that using RPT can, can reduce emissions up to 79%, which is really great because you're not only giving a water bottle a second life, you're also able to limit carbon emissions by using that recycled material as well. Awesome. And then speaking of production as well, can you take us a little behind the scenes of that and share what that looks like? For us, the most interesting aspect of our production is the production of the RPT fabric itself. And for me, it's a fascinating process and it personally gives me a lot of hope that material science can go a long way. I definitely recommend like YouTubing how is RPT made? It's a really interesting process. But essentially, we take BPA-free recycled water bottles. We turn those into these little non-toxic pellets. And then those pellets are then spun into a yarn and then woven into our fabric. And then from there, our manufacturer can print or dye the fabric into our styles. And then our styles are then shipped to us. Our warehouse is locally based here in LA. And then we can ship our product all around the world to all of our customers. Cool. And then speaking of shipping, too, I know carbon emissions and carbon impact is a really, really big deal right now. And a lot of brands are trying to figure out what their strategy is. And so can you let us know how you measure carbon and also how you offset accordingly? Yeah, totally. I'm so glad you asked that question. Combating climate change is definitely one of our main priorities. And it's definitely something that all brands and all sustainable brands should be focused on. So for us, we're climate neutral certified. We work with climate neutral to not only just offset our carbon emissions, but also measure and reduce our ongoing carbon emissions. So it's a really great process. We work with them to first measure our annual carbon emissions from our entire supply chain, from our warehouse, and get a good calculation of how much we're actually emitting, right? And then the next step is making a reduction plan. So we've worked with them to create a reduction plan to reduce our emissions, not just on an annual basis, but year after year. So over time, we're always reducing our emissions so that we can actually offset. And some of the reductions that we've been making recently include implementing more recycling infrastructure at our warehouse or switching from air freight shipping to ocean freight shipping. And you can check out our whole reduction plan on our climate neutral page, which is really fascinating. And we're always working to improve it as well. And then the last piece of this most important piece is, is that carbon offset, right? So through climate neutral, we purchase carbon credits that then we invest in different offset pro projects. So the three projects that we're currently focused on right now are avoiding deforestation in Brazil, supporting renewable energy. So we're actually buying carbon credits to support a wind farm in Oklahoma in the United States. And then lastly, we are also working on a really interesting project in China, which captures methane from landfills, which is really important because methane is actually 
a much more potent greenhouse gas than carbon dioxide. So it's really great to be able to work on that project as well. So yeah, working with Climate Neutral is is an awesome opportunity for us and other brands to offset their carbon emissions and really tell their communities about that whole story of how we're actually doing it and what projects we're supporting. It's great that you're able to measure it and you're also not only offsetting, but also actively working on reducing it. That's so important. And I was actually going to ask you what some of the things were that you did to reduce it. So you're ahead of me there. Yeah, I think that's great. And I do love how the climate neutral model is that measure offset reduce, right? And, you know, you'll see major corporations now saying, oh, yeah, we offset our carbon emissions. We're doing such great work. But if you're never actually making a plan to reduce your carbon emissions overall, it doesn't really matter unless we're always striving to get better. And then, you know, hopefully one day we don't need to offset because we're all 100 percent renewable or we're doing things that have a much lower carbon footprint. Yeah, exactly. I also noticed that Woven has a pre-loved program, and I would love to chat a little bit about the logistics and the behind the scenes because a lot of other slow fashion brand owners listen to this podcast. And I know sometimes people want to do that, but it's just like the whole logistics of shipping, taking it back, checking it. So how does Woven manage that? Well, I am so glad you asked this. I love talking about our Woven pre-loved program, which is our resale program. I'm personally just a huge resale fan. Most of my wardrobe is totally thrifted or it's woven. So I love talking about our pre-loved program. Woven pre-loved is essentially our secondhand marketplace. It's where people can buy and sell their worn woven clothing. If they have a product that they've had for years, maybe it's not their style anymore. Maybe the size doesn't fit, whatever. Our pre-loved program is a great place for our customers to sell their old woven and make money off of it as well. And we actually are an early adopter of resale. We launched our resale program back in August of 2021, and we set up our whole program through an incredible platform called Treat. And Treat is phenomenal. They essentially help us run that marketplace on a separate web domain, and they help us with fulfillment, with customer service, with preparing prepaid shipping labels for our customers. So it's a really great partnership to have, especially being a small, sustainable brand. We certainly didn't have the bandwidth to totally take on like an entirely new site, manage new inventory, manage new customer service, do all that work on the back end. But we were really committed to resale and we really wanted to explore circularity. So working with a third party like Treat is a really great option for smaller brands who are interested in getting involved in circularity and resale because they essentially they do all that lift on the back end and they can help you really set up your whole platform. And yeah, the way that pre-loved works is, you know, same way that Depop or Poshmark or any traditional secondhand resale app or, or store works. People can upload their products. And then what's really great is that our customers can either opt in to get store credit or cash back. So for us, we've decided to give our customers 110% store credit when they sell an item on pre-loved, which allows them to sell an old woven piece and then be able to shop a new one at a discounted price. So. It allows them to explore circularity while still supporting our brand. It makes a lot of sense too, just to keep the customer coming back, making it more accessible to everyone. So I love that. And the other thing too I wanted to chat about is plastic. So I know that you're using a lot of recycled plastic water bottles. I also noticed that you're also offering some styles that aren't in the RPT, which is great too. But what is Woven doing on a plastics front? Yeah, totally. Of course, plastic pollution is a a major 
issue. And one thing that I wanted to note just about our fabric and using recycled water bottles and RPT as a fabric, we definitely know that it's not a silver bullet solution, right? We've found that the RPT fabric is incredibly functional and durable, especially for us when we are thinking about sourcing our fabric. You know, we're manufacturing activewear and swimwear. So you have to keep in mind, what are our customers going to be doing with this clothing and how long do we want it to last? If you're buying a top and wearing it to hot yoga like three days a week and washing it, often you want a product that's going to last because essentially that is the most sustainable thing if you can buy something and really make it last for years to come. So for us, the RPT fabric was a really great option because it's recycled and for those reasons we were chatting about earlier, but it also was very functional. It means that people can use it and use it for a long time. And while, you know, RPT does have its downsides, especially when it comes to microplastics, we're definitely open to exploring new materials as material science gets better and better. So I definitely wanted to point that out because right now there's just there's no silver bullet solution when it comes to fabrics and especially when it comes to using plastic or recycled plastic for sure. But outside just our our product and our fabric, we're doing a lot more than just creating a product out of sustainable materials to combat plastic pollution. One of my personal favorite partnerships that we have is working with an organization called Clean Hub. They're phenomenal and they help us for every order to divert one pound of ocean-bound plastic. They've actually developed this back-end track-and-trace plastic data system that can track plastic and then organize cleanups to verify plastic is being removed from our environment and then equating it to our brand's plastic removal program. So essentially the way it works is for every order, we remove one pound of ocean-bound plastic. We'll give CleanHub an estimate of how many orders we're going to have in a given time frame. So say we're expecting to have 50,000 orders. We'll let them know that. And then we'll say we're going to commit to cleaning up 50,000 pounds of plastic. And then we will actually pay for that removal. There's a breakdown, you know, X amount of pounds equals X amount of euros or something. And then they actually facilitate the cleanup. Currently, our cleanup project is taking place in Cambodia, where we're cleaning up plastic from a variety of different sources there. And their track and trace system can actually verify that they are removing that plastic, that it's done through woven and through our system. And it's a really great opportunity because it's not only just removing plastic from our environment, but it also helps to empower local communities to get involved in those cleanup projects, to get involved in the clean hub work. And then it's also creating a market for plastics, which currently didn't really exist, really incentivizing people to clean up plastics because now it's worth something. So that's a little bit about our partnership with CleanUp and how we're working to combat plastic pollution. That's amazing. And touching on your piece about the materials too, I say this to our clients all the time, we can only use what we have out there. So just do the best with what you can right now and the innovation and the technology and also your budgets. And then as you get more funding, as you get more resources, we can continue to improve. But yeah, I think it's great what Woven's doing. That's amazing. Yeah, totally. I agree. And meeting your customers where they're at, too, and thinking, you know, again, it's back to intention, being yeah. intentional about why you're choosing a fabric and also how your product is going to be used is really important when you're thinking about sourcing, for sure. Yeah. And also, when we talk about plastic, I always also think about packaging. You know, all those brands that are using single-use plastic just for like every single piece of garment. You're like, oh, my God, this is not necessary. <laughs> so how does Woven address their packaging? Yeah, totally. I, I always find it so 
frustrating when you order something that's like the size of an iPhone and you get it in like a massive box and there's like a million pieces of plastic and paper and you're like, why is this all in here? It's so unnecessary. So yeah, for us, packaging, definitely a huge part of our sustainability strategy as well. So we use Eco Enclose for our packaging, which is recycled and recyclable. Really interesting. When we were when we were thinking about what packaging option we wanted to go with, we were exploring a whole variety of different options, which is really great that there's a variety of options out there. For example, compostable bioplastics. We were kind of debating, do we go with the recycled option or is composting better? Like, well, what's the thing to do? And we did some research and we discovered that actually the compostable option, while I'm a huge supporter of composting, I think it's phenomenal. And LA actually just passed some really great local composting laws, which is great, but it's not super accessible for our customers. Most people don't have access to composting at home. And a lot of the bioplastics that are in compostable mailers can't be composted at home because they take a long time to biodegrade. They need to go to a more industrial composting site. So we decided to go with a recycled and a recyclable mailer to make it easier for our customer to actually recycle their mailer. And we actually do offer an incentive for our customers. If they send us a photo of them recycling our mailer, we give them a discount code. So we incentivize our recycling that way. I love that. I think that's such a good idea. And again, the intention is there and you're teaching your customers how they should be thinking and acting. So that's great. Yeah, totally. And another thing about our packaging as well. So other than just our mailer, we we believe in this idea called the anti-unboxing experience. So if you're on Instagram or TikTok, you probably see this all the time. People doing unboxing from different brands and having these huge displays with all these like fancy things inside the boxes. And we believe in the anti-unboxing experience. So when you get a woven package, if you've received one before, you definitely know what I'm talking about. There's really not much to it. Our clothes are bundled up and wrapped in one single piece of hemp twine, which we love, and it's much more sustainable. And then our bundle is just put right into our mailer. So we don't add any extra materials or plastics or anything that's unnecessary because you just don't need to. And I think people really appreciate that when they get our package and they know that it's sustainable and they can open it and be like, wow, this is great. It's just straight to the point. It's just the product, which I personally really love as well. Yeah, totally. And it's also kind of annoying to have to go through all the paper and then be like, okay, I have to recycle this. I have to figure out what to do with this plastic. And then, you know, so it's just so much better too. Definitely. Yeah. And you can use the the hemp twine for something else later down the road or something. Yes. And so I did want to leave some time to really dive in to the sustainability impact report because I think it's amazing that you and the team put this together to kick things off, what was the process putting something like this together? I imagine it's hours and hours and hours of work. I'm so happy to talk about this. I was so excited and so grateful to work on this project. So yeah, last year we launched our first ever sustainability report. It was our 2022 impact report. I mean, although Woven has been around for years and we've been sustainable since inception, this was the first time that we had really put together a resource like this. And really the intention behind putting together the report for the first time was that we've been doing a lot of great work. We have all these certifications, we have these partnerships, and we've never had this one-stop resource to share all that with our community. So we really wanted to put something together that told the story of why we're doing what we're doing. Because for us, we don't believe in just getting certifications just to put a stamp on something and say, hey, we're sustainable. Look at all these logos we have. We're really intentional about who we're working with and why. So 
when we set out to design the sustainability report, we really wanted to tell our community that story. And another really big aspect of putting together the report was making something that was cool and fun and interesting to read. The reality is no one's going to read a hundred page dense research report about your supply chain. Maybe some people like I know I think that stuff is really cool and I can nerd out about it for hours. But we wanted to really create a resource that anyone could find online and, and be excited about and would actually read and learn something from. So we set out to design a report that was digestible, that was understandable, that was that was fun, that was cool, that you'd want to share with your friends, that you'd want to post on your Instagram, while also, you know, having all of the accurate information and being totally transparent about what we were doing. That was the intention behind putting together the report. And it was a lot of work, for sure. It took about like six months, I'd say, to fully put together. And the first four to five months, it existed totally just on a Google Doc. It was just a bunch of copy, a bunch of stats, a bunch of research, screenshots. I think the hardest part about putting it together was just synthesizing all of the data and all of the information and making it a resource anyone would want to read, right? So that was definitely the most challenging aspect of about putting it together. And then, yeah, making it look beautiful and cool, that's that's Wolven's bread and butter. So we were really happy to create that and be able to share it with our community. Yeah, I love that. And in deciding what went into the report, was there a discussion amongst the team around, OK, this is really important to us or we hear this a lot from our community? How did you decide what went in there? Because to your point, you don't want it to be hundreds and hundreds of pages long. Yeah, for sure. So we definitely had a lot of team meetings and discussions about okay, well, what's going in here? And we decided to break it down into three different categories. So our report is based on clothes, climate, and community. So clothes obviously being our fabrics, our production, what's in our fabrics, what's not in it, why we chose them, and then also the multifunctionality aspect of our designs. So Wolven, we take pride in having multifunctional clothing. We make reversible clothing as well. We have a four-way reversible top. So it's one top that you can wear four ways, which means that you can have one top and do more with it, which helps to build capsule closets. It can be a more sustainable option because you're only buying one item. So the clothes aspect of our report really highlighted that. And then climate, we thought that it deserved its own section, just being a huge topic and really the forefront of a lot of the work that we're doing with our climate neutral partnerships. Even combating plastic pollution, that having a root in climate justice. And so we we felt that the climate section would really be the place where we highlight climate action, our, our carbon offsets, our carbon projects. There was just so much material that we could put in there just about that one topic. We really felt it deserved its own category. And then lastly, community. You know, our community is everything. There are customers, there are people who have been following us since the beginning. And for us, community is also about the people who are working for us and the people that we're donating to. We're a 1% for the planet partner as well. So every year we donate a percentage of our annual revenue. So in the community section, we really wanted to highlight all of the nonprofits that we're supporting. We wanted to highlight our supply chain, our warehouse, our manufacturer, and just talk about all the people that are involved when it comes to Wolven. So breaking it down into those three categories definitely made it a lot more digestible and also a lot more easy for people to follow and to read as well. Yeah, I think breaking it down then gives also the reader the ability to digest it a little bit better too. So that's definitely helpful. Totally. 
for brands that also want to create their first sustainability report, it's definitely something that's a bit daunting at first. Do you have any advice for them? Yeah, for sure. My piece of advice is definitely just don't be afraid to get started. I'd say, you know, being a small sustainable brand, you're already doing so much to be sustainable. You have the stories in place. You just need to tell them. And I'd say, too, if you're tackling your first ever sustainability report. You have the power to really make it your own. And don't be intimidated by checking out other reports online that may be like 100 pages long or be really dense because you can make your reports your own. And a sustainability report is definitely not about just here are all the checkboxes we have and here are all the great things we're doing. It's really about telling the story of where you're at and where you're going to your community. So just tell those stories. You probably already have them and you already know what you're doing. And it's just a matter of putting pen to paper and getting that story out there and getting started. For us, our first sustainability report was just about telling those stories and kind of highlighting the overall journey of, you know, how we started being sustainable with just our fabrics, how we've evolved over time with our partnerships. And then we also outlined goals for us as well, which is really incredible because we're actually starting now to work on our 2023 report, which is really exciting. And we already have a great starting point because we outlined some of those goals last year. A big focus of our report this year is going to be about, you know, how did we meet those goals? Where are we at? Where are we lagging? And how can we be better? So I'd say don't be afraid to get started and put something together and make it your own. I love that advice. And I always tell our clients to just be transparent. It's okay if you're not perfect. No one expects you to be perfect. And there's also no perfect brand. So just share where you are, where you're going, and then come back to it as well. Because a lot of brands will publish these reports and then they'll have these big lofty goals and they never talk about it again because they didn't achieve them, you know, and that's just the worst. So it's good to hold yourselves accountable. Definitely holding yourself accountable. And, you know, the report is as much for you as a business as it is for your community. And transparency is so important when it comes to being a sustainable brand. And just being transparent about what you're doing and what you're not doing is really important. So that can be just the starting framework of your report. And it doesn't have to be overcomplicated. And so are there any challenges that Woven's facing that you don't mind sharing? Definitely. Yeah. I think one of the major challenges or ways that we want to improve our own business is through our shipping and our fulfillment and specifically related to our pre-order model. So Wolven, we operate on something called a pre-order model to fulfill our orders, which essentially means if a customer purchases something on our site that is labeled pre-order, it's letting us know what our customers are demanding so we can know which products to prioritize manufacturing, which is great because it helps us avoid overproduction and what the needs of our customers are so that we're producing exactly what they need. And that is a fantastic model. It's something we've been using for years, but we've run into some challenges where we want to improve the communication about pre-order to our community a little bit better. If you place an order for pre-order, that means you could be waiting up to three weeks, four weeks to receive something. So we want to do a little bit better in communicating with our customers about, about why pre-order is important. And for example, if you place an order and then you're not getting your shipment for a little bit, having constant communication with our customers on, let's say, a weekly basis, you know, sending them an email saying, hey, we got your order. Thanks for shopping pre-order. Here's why it's important. And here's why avoiding overproduction is a positive thing. And thank you for waiting and choosing to support a sustainable product. And then, you know, following up a week later with some more statistics or facts about like shopping pre-order can help reduce 
water usage by X amount or limit carbon emissions by X amount and just educating our customers on why that model is something we choose and why it's beneficial go a long way, not only just for our own business and having our customers be satisfied with the whole experience, but also just with educating the greater community on why a pre-order or an on-demand model might be beneficial. We live in a society where people expect things very quickly and immediately. You can go on your phone and click a button and get something dropped off at your door instantly. And I think by doing a better job and communicating that message and ingraining it in our customers that, you know, it's okay to wait for things, especially when you're receiving a high quality product that can really flip the script and change people on a larger scale into thinking about the ways they're purchasing things. Waiting for something can actually be really beneficial and really rewarding. And then when you finally get that thing, you're so excited to have it and you're going to love it and care for it for a long time. And that can do a lot to make an impact on promoting sustainability, not just in fashion, but I think just across industries. Totally. We are living in an Amazon priming world oh. where we <laughs> expect things like yesterday. And so I think it's really good just to take a step back and be more intentional again. Always. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. And there are a lot of innovations happening in this space. So is there anything that you have your eye on or anything you're really excited about? Yeah, for sure. I would say circularity is number one for me. Circular economies are definitely the future, not only of fashion, but of the world. Our older linear economic models are definitely antiquated. And it's about time that we switch yeah. it up and promote more circular economies, which are just more naturally aligned with our planet and how everything operates, right? So I'd say in the fashion realm, looking out for resale programs and looking out for textile recycling. And I've personally been really interested in watching people upcycle clothing recently and find ways to rework clothing, whether they're sewing things at home or stitching two different items together or something like that. And I think there's a lot of opportunity for sustainable brands as well to get in on that space and Maybe we could have like large scale remaking or large scale upcycling that you work collaborat collaboratively with other brands. If we have an older pair of leggings that can't be recycled or can't be sold on a resale site, but maybe we could collaborate with another sustainable brand to like sew two pieces together and create something totally new. I, I think there's a lot of potential to get really creative about the ways that we're promoting circularity and not just discarding items. So. I've definitely been keeping my eye out for that. And I personally get really excited when when I am shopping in stores and I see either resale bins or recycling bins. And I'm always asking employees in the stores, like, how does your program work? Like, where are you actually recycling things or how does this work? I'm definitely really excited about that, too. And so wrapping up, do you have any sustainability words of advice or just wisdom you'd like to share to anyone listening? For sure. I'd say it's simple. You know, think global and act local is my number one piece of advice. I really firmly believe that everyone can be an activist and real change happens in your own network. So if you're a sustainable business or a small business and you're interested in, in promoting sustainability or environmentalism, start locally. Start a activism channel on your Slack or take time off and bring your team to a climate rally or something. And if you're not working for a sustainable business, you can do that in your own networks as well with your friend groups and with your family and not being intimidated about larger world problems and being afraid to tackle them because they're just so huge and intimidating. You really can make a difference by starting small and just starting with the people around you. So 
Yeah. Love that. And so what's next for Woven? We are at a very exciting point in our business. We are looking to grow. We're looking to grow our team. We're looking to grow our product line. And and we really do aspire to be thought leaders in the sustainable fashion space alongside our partners and other sustainable brands we work with. And we're we're really hoping to be at the intersection of wellness. So of your mind, of your body, of the planet. So we're hoping to do more to grow our team and diversify, diversify our product and offer more to our community. So whether that's creating recycled tarot cards or sustainable meditation accessories. We're looking to offer our community more and make a bigger impact while also keeping our impact as small as possible on the planet. Awesome. That sounds really exciting. I would be very into all those things you just mentioned. (laughs) I'd really look out for it. We're definitely looking to expand just beyond sustainable clothing and working with other leaders in the space is something we're really excited about. Great. And so last but not least, how can everyone stay in touch? How can everyone support Woven? Also, if anyone has any questions, how can they reach out to you? Definitely. Well, I would say sign up for our email and text list for sure. You can go to our website, which is woventhreads.com. Those are definitely the best places to get updates about our products, about events we have going on, about educational content we're sharing. So definitely sign up. Of course, follow us on Instagram, TikTok, at Woven. Yeah. And certainly if you'd like to get in touch with me, check out my LinkedIn, shoot me a message. I'm happy to always answer questions about sustainability, about activism, about Wolven. So definitely message me there. I'd love to chat. And then lastly, I would love to encourage anyone who's listening. If you have Wolven product, if you're interested in getting Wolven product, please take photos of you living your life in your products. Tag us on Instagram. Use our hashtag, which is make sustainability sexy. We really love seeing our community in action and we love sharing your photos because our community really is everything. So please do so. Amazing. And we will have everything linked in the show notes for folks as well. But thank you so much, Amanda. This was amazing. And I know that folks are going to get a lot of good takeaways from this episode. So thanks for taking the time. Yeah, of course. Thanks, Selena. I had a great time chatting. diversify our product and offer more to our community. So whether that's creating recycled tarot cards or sustainable meditation accessories, we're looking to offer our community more and make a bigger impact while also keeping our impact as small as possible on the planet. Awesome. That sounds really exciting. I would be very into all those things you just mentioned. (laughs) I'd really look out for it. We're definitely looking to expand just beyond sustainable clothing and working with other leaders in the space is something we're really excited about. Great. And so last but not least, how can everyone stay in touch? How can everyone support Woven? Also, if anyone has any questions, how can they reach out to you? Definitely. Well, I would say sign up for our email and text list for sure. You can go to our website, which is woventhreads.com. Those are definitely the best places to get updates about our products, about events we have going on, about educational content we're sharing. So definitely sign up. Of course, follow us on Instagram, TikTok, at Wolven. Yeah. And certainly if you'd like to get in touch with me, check out my LinkedIn, shoot me a message. I'm happy to always answer questions about sustainability, about activism, about Wolven. So definitely message me there. I'd love to chat.
And then lastly, I would love to encourage anyone who's listening, if you have woven product, if you're interested in getting woven product, please take photos of us, of you living your life in your products. Tag us on Instagram. Use our hashtag, which is make sustainability sexy. We really love seeing our community in action and we love sharing your photos because our community really is everything. So please do so. Amazing. And we will have everything linked in the show notes for folks as well. But thank you so much, Amanda. This was amazing. And I know that folks are going to get a lot of good takeaways from this episode. So thanks for taking the time. Yeah, of course. Thanks, Selena. I had a great time chatting. And that's a wrap on this episode. If you got value from this, I would appreciate it if you could take a screenshot, post it to your Instagram story and tag us at Recloseted. Be sure to subscribe to the Recloseted Radio podcast on your favorite platform so you never miss an episode and you have access to all of our valuable resources. And if you're feeling generous, please rate our podcast five stars and leave us a glowing review. I'm cheering you on and together, let's transform the harmful fashion industry.